What's up, everybody? I am so excited because we are here on our first episode of Glad I Asked, a podcast rooted in curiosity. I'm your host, Sydney Goodman, and today our guest is none other than Noah J, also known as Noah J456. He's an OG YouTuber, 100 Thieves content creator, DJ, and one of my very, very close friends. We get into his fears and excitement around his first big DJ set, revisit his first ever YouTube video, get to some universal questions like how to deal with your inner critic and how to find balance with work and hobbies. So I hope you enjoy this conversation between me and Noah J. Do you ever feel like the world is the wrong size? As a tall person, feel are you, like you comfortable? Can't... Do you want something to put? I can put the no, 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 no. It's just like in general. Like I feel like everything's made for people who are like five six, and if you're taller or shorter uh, than that, you're just kind of well, five nine. So it's we can. Close. We can, it's close enough. Do you? What? How often do you hit your head on things, Noah J? A, a lot. I actually, I'm wearing a white. Yeah, I'm wearing a white hat today. I usually don't wear white hats because I usually like when I'm getting out of the car, will like hit my head in the top of the roof. And people have dirty like Ew. car roofs. I found so, that's gross. This is like a brand new white hat because my old one got really gross. <laughs> you just like have like an you buy white hats in bulk. Yeah, this is like I actually literally have like a bulk print sample, just plain white, and then I have like a plain black, and then like a tan and like a gray hat, and this just like supposed to be for production like printing like samples yeah and i just bought those and never put them on anything on them never look back yeah how often do you um i don't think i ever have seen you without a hat on it's for good reason like when we go out i i think you probably never will see me without a hat on <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm a part of the follically challenged community <laughs> how many hats do you own I think I think like thirty five. Like, thirty five. So you could wear a different hat every day for a month. month. Yeah. Have like and ever, that's not including little like backups. When this one gets dirty, I have like a backup. Noah, do you know what you should do? Is you should get <laughs> grow <a hat>. hair. <laughs> <laughs> you should have a hair transplant. Do you know what's funny is I remember when we were in um when we were in we were coming we were going to creator camp yeah. um for a hundred thieves when I was hosting uh with Will. And people in the bus were talking about how apparently there was some like hair growth. Oh yeah. Pill, but yeah. It, like, I literally remember makes that. Makes your like, like erectile dysfunction is like a, like a what, but it's not just like erectile dysfunction. It's like you, your penis doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I don't, I'm pretty sure that's what erectile dysfunction is. <laughs> I thought that erectile dysfunction was like fixable though. I maybe, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it's supposedly like, I, I mean, obviously, I've done research on this, you know, being <laughs> as, you the, as a, I had to. Would you ever get a hair transplant? Uh, if if I, like, knew it would work, though, but I, like... Do they I, not work? The, so, they, they work. The, the thing is, they work for a time. But, like, say you get, like, you know, this part filled in, right? Okay. Sure, you, you'll grow hair there. That'll be great. Like, hopefully it works. The problem is, if it, your hairline keeps going back, you're going to have, like, a halo head of hair. <laughs> And, and, but then you just keep Noah. You have a huge TV. I know that you can afford to keep getting um, hair transplants. You have a projector that's as big as your wall over here. That's not relevant. Um. So no, I I think it's possible, but you can only you only have so much like donator hair. So like, could you like take from your legs? I guess if you wanted weird ass leg hair growing out of your head, I don't think I don't think it's something people usually do. So like. 
I, I, I've done a lot of research. I think the biggest thing and like, you know, people who are younger may be laughing right now, but it's always the people who laugh when they're younger about. Did you laugh? Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, ha, dude's bald and look at me now. <laughs> so it's, it's like the, honestly, the, the cheapest and like the less like doing the chemicals and stuff like that. It's like, you literally just get fake hair. Well, I was just going to ask, have you seen those TikToks? Yeah. They, and they look like incredibly they look real. They look so. so good. Would you ever go the toupee route? You'll never know, except that I'll stop wearing hats randomly. And they'll be like, wow, you have great hair this whole time. I never knew. <laughs> well, I was going to say what you should do while you're still on the hat train is you should get a hat and put, get like, you should get 365 hats and have each one have the date. And then just like where, so you have your like January 1st hat and then you have your January 2nd hat and you Should have I decorate them too with like different events yes. that day, like karaoke. I have my karaoke hat for 277 yes. <laughs> my birthday hat for my birthday. <laughs> no, exactly. That's perfect. You got it. I, my car has been broken for like a month. There's no way I'm going to spend my time <laughs> making custom hats. I'll make it for you, Noah. Uh, okay. All right, well, if you do that, I'll wear them. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. 365 hats. I'm not going to wear them. Don't You're waste your time or money on them. You wouldn't wear them if I if I custom no, made you 365 hats. That would be the most lame shit in the entire world. I think it'd be really funny. Okay, you should do it. Well, I'm not going to do it. I don't wear hats very often. Today's the, the day is, to start. Okay, so you wear hats because you think that it aids your appearance. Yeah. I feel like I love wearing I like the idea of wearing hats, but whenever I do, it makes my face look like a cantaloupe. <laughs> And like, I still wear them to, when I'm traveling specifically, but then every time I look, I look at pictures of me with a hat on, I look like a cantaloupe yeah. and I, it's, I, I think I look better with them on in general. Like it, yeah. and it's just like anything else. Like, I feel like it's a cheat code with, for men, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we already have to do the bare minimum, like waking up and getting out of bed. But if you don't even have to worry about like bed hair, that's even better. You know? <laughs> well, no, I'm saying, I think most men look better with hats on. Yeah. So it's, it's just like anything else. It's like just an accessory. Like. I don't think I'd look good with like gauges in my ear, but I would look better with a hat on. Okay. So Noah, I've never, welcome to glad I asked. Okay. Thanks for being here. It's a, it's a podcast where. Thanks for having me. I'm glad that I ask questions that I'm glad to ask. Okay. That's good. So it's as the name would imply. <laughs> as opposed to questions that would make you sad to ask. Well, that's actually a good spinoff. Maybe I should have sad I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just ask questions, like super honest questions that, that I just, just don't want to know. Everyone the answer just to. leaves crying. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good idea. <laughs> Everyone's like walking out mid episode. You're like, thanks for coming by Thank for you another so episode. Much. <laughs> Sad I asked like every week or maybe I switch off. So like glad I asked is like the first and third week. And then sad I asked is the second and fourth. You should have like just a wheel, like a wheel that everyone spins <gasps> when they walk in. And then you you get like an episode based off how you spin. Wait, that's such a good idea. Yeah. Noah J. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So speaking of your name, Noah J, why'd you, where'd, where'd, where'd we come up with that one? Well, my full, my full like YouTube name is Noah J four, five, six. And the story is, about as lame as my name is, is that I literally went on Xbox and I just typed in Noah and I was taken. I was like, well, Noah J, you know, like Noah yeah. in the first letter of my last name that was taken. So I typed in Noah J one, two, three, taken again, four, five, six. I was the moneymaker. Why didn't you go with two, three, four? It's not like that doesn't really roll off the tongue. Noah J two, three, four. And then there's like, there's other YouTubers at the time, like Vicstar, Vicstar one, two, three. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even thinking about making a YouTube channel at the time, but I was just like the like sequential numbers, but not being like one, two, three is nice. So it just ended up being four, okay, five, cute. six. If I could change my name now, it would just be Noah J. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Because uh, I will you say think that you've the, ascended. People would be like, oh, I know who Noah, Noah J, the, the zombies. Well, YouTuber. well, there's like Noah. Honestly, the, the best part about it was like it was really good for search results. Like because if oh. everybody if you search Noah J, you'll get like there's there's like a few Noah J's out there. But mm -hmm. Noah J four, five, six would always like pop up as a recommended. So it's like I honestly think my it's possible my YouTube career wouldn't have started if I had like a just Noah or just Noah J. Yeah. In it. How interesting. But now people like mess up the numbers all the time. They're like, oh, what's up? Seven, eight, nine. Like, <laughs> but it, you should have done like Noah J 21, 22, 23. Why? It just, just would have been years? really funny to see, no, to see like to have your name have so many like digits afterwards. <laughs> see that I don't think would have been good for search results. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, so you said that when you created that name, it was with Xbox, but you didn't know that you were going to start a YouTube channel. At what point nah. did you um, did you decide YouTube was was the way? Uh, well, honestly, the, so my OG, OG gamer tag on Xbox was, I. so I did like a bunch of like Modern Warfare 2 and like COD 4 sniping like montages. Mm -hmm. um, so I was, I didn't actually record the videos at the time because like the equipment was too expensive, but I just like, always like was sniping and going for clips and stuff. Um, and my name on that, because I thought it sounded really cool was Jolta. Jolt. Ooh, Jolta. like Joltian. Kind of. But it's like J U L T A. Um, so I like made, I like tried to become like a good sniper under that name. And then I told someone at school, my gamer tag, cause they wanted to add me and they laughed. So I got, <gasps> so I like paid $8 to change my gamer tag to Noah J. <laughs> oh my gosh. How old were you? Um, this was like middle school. Middle so. school kids are so mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still They're have worthless. my, what did you just say? You're worthless. Yeah, I'm also a middle school kid, and I hate you. Like, <laughs> no, oh they're gosh. ruthless. Oh yeah, they are ruthless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my gamer tag, my first gamer tag was that bad monkey, and it's still my Xbox gamer tag. What do I want to know? Like the inspiration. I just liked monkeys. That's I really liked so monkeys, sick. and <laughs> I wanted it to be bad monkey, but that was taken, and so they just put that yeah. in front of it, and so I was like, oh, cool. Um. Those Xbox kids just had all the good names they taken. They had all the good names, but my my name has a space in it. They don't let you do that anymore. Oh, that's, so it's that's like cool. that bad is one word, and then there's like a space, and then it says monkey. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so I have like, like an OG, OG two thousand three gamer tag. Uh, so you're DJing now, and yeah. we're talking about names. Are you? concerned at all with what your dj name is are you gonna change it this is kind of you get to rewrite your yeah your I, personality so the thing about djing in general and especially like in the music industry is that everyone and their mother can actually dj it's like there are different varying degrees of like how actually good you are and like everything like that the two things that actually matter are like your song selection well, sorry, three things. Your song selection, if you actually make any music yourself, which is way different from DJing. Um, and then if you like can sell tickets, those are like the three things people mm -hmm. care about. And um, who's people like people who actually hire DJs, like DJs, like okay. clubs, like music events, everything like that. So you need like the first one's supposed to be a given. You're going to play good music like you're going to play a good set. The important part is like do you have a name for yourself making music and can you actually get people to come to the venue? So 
taking all that into account, I basically was just like, I don't, I, I like have made some very basic music, never released anything ever. Um, the only way I'll actually be able to have any sort of success in this, at least for the time being, is like because I'm popular through YouTube. Not saying, yeah. not like no, mega popular, can, but like you can tell everybody that you think you're very popular. I, I you're think better I'm than really everybody. cool, and I can sell so many tickets. Wow! Did everybody hear that? <laughs> Noah J three four five is really cool and can sell a lot of tickets. Oh no! But like, I, that's literally the only. So like, I have a show booked, but that literally, I mean, I'm not dumb. The only reason I have that show booked is because I have like a following through gaming that like, doesn't matter but i think that that's selling yourself short i so i did want to talk about like yeah where you do youtube whatever maybe we'll talk about that who cares <laughs> um but I'll, facts <laughs> she's spitting right now but um i'm a middle schooler <laughs> also this is sad i asked <laughs> <laughs> yeah we spin the wheel before you got here and uh, it was not good. you got sad so no but i it's been cool because we've grown closer over the last I don't know, like two or three years, something right, like that. Yeah. What? Oh. Super cool. Super oh my cool. gosh! <laughs> no, no. Uh. We spun the wheel. <laughs> um, no, but it, it. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I've seen you go from. I think I'm going to start DJing to you. Do have your first like legit? <laughs> I bought tickets to your show. Show coming up. Damn, that's kind of messed up. I didn't even like get, get you tickets or anything. You did not get me tickets. I think I literally told you go buy them. No, like, you didn't. <laughs> but you said, I think I, I don't remember what I said. I said something to you and you basically were like, yeah, I, pay I, up, bitch. I, I, I basically like don't, I'm so like wanting the people who like hired yeah. me uh, to be happy that I like, am too scared to even like ask yeah. for tickets and stuff. And literally the money that they did pay me, I turned around and bought tickets to my own show so that if anyone couldn't get tickets, I'm like, okay, I bought Wait, a few that's extra. So cute. I literally <laughs> did it in pre-sale because I was like, I'm gonna be there. Noah, I it sold moved. out pretty fast. Like, did it really? That's mega. It's, it's been sold out for like weeks now. Because and it's Noah like still over a month and a half away is playing. Yeah. Whoa. T totally. <laughs> Crazy. No, but I mean, I moved my not to. Okay, I am gonna just be like, I'm a great friend. But like, I literally moved my trip. I was I was going on a trip and I moved it back a week. I, I'm I, I, that is a good friend. That is, that's like I would definitely not do the same for you. So that's like really nice that. You're Oh my gosh! <laughs> you spun the wheel. Yeah, sorry, you sorry, you got, you got me on that. So you didn't uh, okay, even, we'll go. You didn't we'll even go. spin the wheel. You just stopped it. You're like sad. I landed on glad I asked. I was like, <laughs> like actually, uh, no. But so my question, I guess, is it's I don't know if it's question, but it's been cool to see you go from this is something that I'm interested in doing to I'm I'm doing it. What when you started DJing? What well, what made you start DJing? You do YouTube and then you just... It, it was kind of just like wanted another hobby that wasn't just like gaming all the time. Yeah. And was like, I mean, was still am like really into music, going to shows, been to enough of them at this point to like really in my mind at least differentiate like a show and then something that's like good flow, well-crafted, like fun music. Uh, my, my big pet peeve at shows is like, I just feel like they the songs drag on too long and they aren't very high energy and it's more like people are just talking and kind of like the music isn't like high energy like DJ EDM music but I kind of like blending like popular music with like the actual EDM 
song. So it'll be like songs that even if you don't know EDM, you can like sing along to, and then that will help you get more hyped. And then the people who like EDM are hearing a song they like just with popular lyrics and stuff. So it's kind of just blending and like trying to make it the most fun for everyone at the show. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, ba it's basically like kind of trying to craft something that I would want to watch and hopefully people agree with that. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if, if everyone's just like <laughs> at the front row, like staring well, at me, like <laughs> you played a few shows at TwitchCon, yeah. like some parties and everyone was super hyped at the one that I went to. Yeah. Was that stream? Was it stream labs? Stream, stream, stream elements, labs stream, 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 stream elements, stream, stream elements. elements. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, oops. Um, <laughs> that I couldn't was, remember for a second. Was really hyped. Wait. So what, um, it sounds like you developed your style in yeah. terms of what you just described. Did you have a style? Did you develop it or that just was kind of your first instinct? How did we land here? Um, there's, there's a few people who kind of do similar shows, um, like that are more like they're tech, at least from what I've witnessed and like heard other people talk, uh, they're not necessarily like what, normal DJs would consider like really good shows. Oh, Te interesting. Like they're not te technically very good because every song isn't like a long buildup, like a long flow, be like transition. It's usually like I'm finishing one song and it's going right to the next one, like right after the fun part's over. Yeah. Which, which isn't a lot of people who really love EDM style, but I'm hoping that it's like more fun for just the average person which i care about more i care more about making the people who are in the crowd like have a good time than someone who's like sitting backstage like who's heard a million shows in their life who's like because a lot a lot of people who work in it or are do it all the time are pretty jaded about like mm -hmm. if you play like one more time then hey that's a great song yeah no exactly and everyone in the crowd is gonna think it's a great song but they're mm -hmm. like we've heard this song a billion times this is, i can't believe to put this into the set like yeah so it's basically just kind of blending my own style and then kind of just hoping that it'll be like the, the crowd will speak for the set rather than like, yeah. How do you get past that? This is speaking from personal experience, but I think that it's really easy, especially when you're starting a new hobby to, or endeavor creative endeavor specifically to get really in your head about, Oh, am I doing this right? And I think that by definition of what right is, it tends to be, you know, the big people in the space. Right. So yeah. how did you land in kind of the confidence of this is what I'm going to do. And this is what makes sense to me versus, Oh, this DJ who maybe you look up to, maybe you don't, but thinks that I suck. Yeah. I, well, a lot of it is that I'm already here, not because I'm a good, like I'm this world renowned DJ or world renowned producer. It's like, I'm here for like, and from an entertainment standpoint, like I make videos to entertain people like why am i going to try to copy someone who does everything else who does all that way better than me mm -hmm. i know what i can do in my style and then also it's a a big part why i'm doing that for the show i have coming up is because like the artist himself was basically just like like dabin message him was like hey like i'm opening for your show i want to make you as happy as possible like here's what i usually do but i'm down to do whatever kind of set you want to like make you happy. And then he basically gave me the green light. Just be like, play whatever you want. I want to hear like what your style is and like what kind of set you put like an authentic Noah J set. So that 
kind of green light helps a lot because yeah. it's it's like I don't I can just like me doing what I would do the best is what he wants as well. So that helps yeah. a lot because it it's different if you're like throwing your own thing, but if you're throwing something for someone else, you always want to make them happy, you know? Yeah. I found that really interesting. So we had, ha we've had a conversation about this of the etiquette mm -hmm. as a DJ opening up for other DJ for mm -hmm. somebody else's set. Can you go into that a little bit more? Cause I just think that's so fascinating. Yeah. So it, the, the two caveats I'll say is it's kind of shifting. It seems like the, the idea of basically the, the general idea is if you're starting the night, you're supposed to start the energy like here. The next person gets the energy here. The next person gets the energy here. And they, the show is supposed to get like better and better throughout the night. And sometimes I've, I've heard it comes from like the own that like the, headliner not wanting to be like upstaged by anyone they mm. want their show to be by far the best there's not even a competition maybe you should um, just be a better dj so th that's part of it is like like and to davin's credit as well he's one of those people who's like i want people to be having fun the whole night there's no reason i should like handicap people like so if you if you've been to shows before they will literally for the openers they'll keep the volume lower and that that's that's like standard you're not gonna have the volume at the very top right off the start totally that, that makes sense but they'll on top of that like cut the bass out so the songs don't hit as hard they'll like basically handicap the show in a lot of ways on top of it Who's already they? like the the people running the event okay got it or the whoever is headlining the event and to be fair they earn that spot they can do whatever they want with the with the show um but basically i think it's kind of it seems like it's kind of shifting and to the headliner is going to have like you know fireworks or like that they're going to have like all this production, like a whole completely fully custom done show that's already going to carry the show. You don't need to like handicap the openers on their like volume level as much. You don't need to like cut their bass. So their songs sound really boring and not like, like punchy or anything. Mm -hmm. So that, that that's, that's basically another thing is that in general, the openers are supposed to not like be that high energy. Um, which again, it's just kind of how it's been, but it's, it's so it's really nice that I am opening for someone who's like super cool and like just letting me do whatever for the yeah. show. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go back to your reframe, I guess, of not thinking, caring about what the other DJs think or what, like a more, I don't know if classically trained is the right word, but yeah, I, I mean, I get the meaning of what you're yeah. saying. Um, and how it sounds like, so your reframe was kind of, I'm trying to do something different. And so it doesn't really matter what you think of me. Did you have any, I don't know if doubts is the right word, but I think getting into a new hobby, especially a creative thing is just inherently kind of a hard thing to do. Yeah. Did you have, like, what was your inner voice when you decided that you wanted, you were going to get that? Cause equipment itself is an investment. Oh yeah. Well, I, the, the doing it and picking it up, I never was like planning on even playing in front of any, anybody. I was just doing it because I wanted to learn something new. Yeah. And the equipment was just like, basically I started with like a like mid tier thing. And now I have a high tier thing just mm -hmm. because I need to practice on those for, because that's what's going to be in an actual venue. Um, but I was just like, okay, I messed around with it on the computer. I'm like basically like a simulated version for a while. Really liked it. I was just like, okay, I'm going to, invest i it's something i want to spend a lot of time on i want to have like good equipment for it um did that and has have been basically like working my way up the equipment from there 
the whole wanting to put on my own kind of show kind of came once it was time to actually put together a show. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really anything I had off the bat. So, and, and to be, it's still like the people who are going after me at the show are like the, like really, they're, they're really fun shows and they're high energy shows, but they're, they're also, they make a ton of music. That's really good. They're going to be playing their own music. So it's, it's always going to be like definitely a hesitation, but you just, but for me, I just kind of have to be like, I know I'm here. It's not because I make really good music. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's because I, you know, can do it well enough and we'll put up together something fun. So just kind of have, have to have confidence in that rather than worry too much, even though it's, it's, I mean, just like anything, it's not like you just magically voice in your head just disappears, but for sure. So, do you st feel still definitely nervous, but do you feel like the voice in your head has disappeared with, in regards to YouTube? Um, well, you, YouTube is kind of a whole different game. It's YouTube just by the nature of it is, and by it being my, my career is always a little bit more governed by the actual numbers. And it's nice to have actual like feedback mm. in a number form of like, are people enjoying what I'm doing with this? Are people enjoying this type of content? So that, that is always governed by like a percentage of viewership and also a percentage of what I'm enjoying. Cause I'm not, it's. I found if you really, really force yourself to make a video about something you're not interested in, it doesn't matter like how formulaic it is, how like good you think it is. It never has the same like level of like passion or quality that's something you're actually enjoying. So it's like a balancing act of you have to like play, say I am really into Fortnite. But Fortnite isn't doing well right now. That's a terrible example. Fortnite <laughs> is always doing well. You literally any other yeah, game. <laughs> I don't know. Um, How about Dream Daddy? Dream Daddy. Did you I, ever play I, that? I love Dream Daddy, but the numbers are really bad. Mm -hmm. That's not a good balance. I really love Fortnite. but Why do you keep choosing Fortnite? Fortnite's just the... Oh, no, sorry. Fortnite's really good viewership, but I really don't enjoy it. That's also not a good balance. You have to find like kind of the middle, the middle ground, ground on games that do well just because of the way the YouTube algorithm works. If you just keep throwing videos at your audience that they obviously don't like, that's how you kill your YouTube channel. But you also can't just throw videos that you hate making out because it just, you'll, you'll eventually that's how you burn yourself out is if you keep mm -hmm. forcing yourself to do stuff that you hate doing. Have so. you ever hit a burnout? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like right when I hit like 5 million subscribers, I was taking, planning on taking like a long extended break from YouTube. Um, but as I was like working on that video to put out, I like eventually just was like, Hey, why am I, why am I doing that? <laughs> like, it, like that all these, all these, break. yeah. And it was kind of like taking a step back and kind of finding that balance again, because I was so heavily teetering on doing stuff that I didn't want to do, but got good viewership. So mm -hmm. it was kind of like a balancing act. I did a lot more variety after that. And, and Found, found found a good amount of success kind of going away from Call of Duty and trying other things and then going back to Call of Duty when that's fun and doing it in between. So, yeah. What does it feel like to have 5 million subscribers? It, well, to Would be you honest, ever get that it, like it tattooed on your body? Like, it, it, I have 5 million subscribers. <laughs> well, it, it's crazy because nowadays it doesn't actually mean anything. Like, nowadays. I, I'm serious. Like, in sure. the last couple of years on YouTube, uh, subscriber count has meant absolutely nothing there are channels that have a hundred thousand subscribers that get five times my viewership on every video and yeah. five times five times my viewership per month because it's just not how the alg algorithm works it doesn't care who you subscribe to it 
cares who you actually watch. But I mean, it's still like a huge accomplishment. I think regardless yeah, of cool, if the but... algorithm cares, like that, that is something that th- there's 5 million people who have enjoyed your videos yeah. enough that they, yeah. it's definitely cool. I, I mean, gonna support that, you never, like never going to be like ungrateful for it. I mean, you sound pretty ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I am much more thankful for, and like, happy with like the number of people who will watch any get any given video i for put sure. out on it whatever day that that's a much cooler and like thing to be thankful for than like amassing because i mean i've been doing it for so long as well it's just like you slowly pick up a lot as you go along so. yeah well and speaking of which if i'm not mistaken your first video was the call of duty lobby rap freestyle is that correct <laughs> yes wow so yes. you've always had a love for music <laughs> do you <laughs> Um, oh, would you ever that video's still up yeah yeah it is i watched it this morning yeah would you ever interesting one. yeah i actually had quite a few questions about that um <laughs> did you actually drive a chevrolet cruise no i did not no so you i did drive a chevy as my first car it was a oh. chevy chevy 1996 pickup truck and saying... like a poop brown color ew people in my high school called it the poop truck <laughs> Because because everyone drove like people drove like ni- some nice cars at my high school and I was always the dude that's just like the truck that was breaking down as it was driving into the lot. Okay, fair. Did you learn how to? Are you pretty good at like car mechanical stuff? I could see you being a mechanic. Oh, like my my car's been broken for four months. Oh, I forgot. So nothing's changed. Is what so you're nothing saying. has changed. Nothing's changed since uh since high. Do you say high school? Yeah. Nothing's changed since yeah, that. Well, I guess, you learned to start driving. Yeah, yeah, you can't drive in middle school. No. Yeah. Okay, but so nothing's can. changed. So, but would you ever remix your freestyle into your uh, DJ set? <laughs> Wait, you know, that wasn't me singing that, right? Really? No. That makes me really sad. Wait, actually. <laughs> no, that was I, some I random dude too. I recorded in the lobby. <laughs> no, I thought this was you the whole time. You think I, I could like, rap like that? I was like, wow, I never expected this from Noah J457. Um, I think he says some bad stuff in that video. It's I should probably not great. Do- <laughs> I well, I was kind of like, you know, he was a kid. Like he was but I should probably take that down if it's I didn't even it's think that, that people bad. could it's, I mean, it's like it's not great, not great optics, but it's not like you're okay, I should definitely saying, take that like, video down. I don't think it says like and just in case anyone else thinks that's that's actually me <laughs> singing am i dumb does any did, does everybody know it's not you okay is it is it bm if i pull it up right no, now No, pull it up okay well, roll I, the tape i want to listen to it again yeah yeah yeah. Call of duty lobby rap here i'll put it up to the mic okay okay dude it has 66k views you thought this All was right. me let me do a little hobby as a spit it in this the lobby. This sounds nothing like me. You were in high go. school. No, I thought maybe... spit it in the lobby because I like the origami. Yeah, I'll fold you. Got my boy. Yeah, his name is Jolta. I'm the man. Yeah, I'll take off her shirt without the pistol. Go down on that bitch like a predator missile. <laughs> it's just fun. We do it like this because we already won. Yo, I see a bitch. Yeah, I hope she likes me. Only wish... Okay, that does not sound... Okay, it doesn't sound like you, but I was like, maybe when you were in high school, you like talked different. I don't yeah. know. I wasn't yeah. here to judge you. Okay. Well, thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Not judging me. Not me. Yeah. But. Well, that's why I asked about the Chevrolet Cruise mm. is because he says something about. Uh, oh yeah, he does. Um, yeah. the the cruise missile thing was pretty good. That's very lyrical. Yeah. That I mean, it was good. Yeah. But and so, would you ever remix it? Like, put it into your DJ set? I think you should. Maybe I'll like. <gasps> no, you should do it for this one since it's like your first DJ set, and then like 
not, I mean, obviously you've DJed before, but first like show and then your first YouTube, that's a cute little synergy. I should, I should just do like, I'll just do like a little chop and everyone who hears it will just be like, oh, that was interesting. Um, and you'll just be like, I knew. I knew. I knew. My idea. <laughs> My idea. I'd love a, a, a percentage of uh, ticket sales for Okay, that. perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Um, you'll get it when I get mine. <laughs> Perfect. You'll get a percentage of mine, which is zero. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. I want everybody to know that I started supporting you from the beginning. Right, right. Yeah. That's important. Um, but so you've always, have you always liked music? Like when you were no. in high, let's say high, no. No, okay, especially wait. not EDM. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, I like didn't listen to there. music that much. And I actually thought EDM was like, oh, they're not playing instruments. That's really cringe. <laughs> okay. So did you like music with instruments or you just yeah, weren't somebody yeah, I like, that like a lot of all rock music. growing Did, up like and what? like, and like punk rock we've never Noah. we've never talked about yeah, this like wait uh, favorite bands list them for me i mean growing up i like blink 182 okay good choice lincoln park like cool. evanescence like were you an evanescence guy beyond the what was the one that they were bring me to life yeah beyond I, that I mean, one? I, I, just like that entire era of music was like all Hoobastank? i listened to yeah like that entire era was I, I literally just, that's all I had on my little iPod shuffle. What like, color was your iPod shuffle? I think, I think it was just gray. I think it was like the only color oh, it came in. I never had it. No, they, at some point they came I had in a Zune at one point. At a Zune. I, you know what? I think I had a Zune also yeah. before I got an iPod. I did. Did you know video iPods? You can sell them for a lot of money on eBay. Really? I still have mine. Okay. Well, so I had mine stolen out of my vehicle. Um, yeah. And I didn't, knew how much it was worth. <laughs> I didn't know how much it was worth, but I think somebody else did. And I was like, wait, why would you take this? Cause it was just one of the, it was before you could Bluetooth into your mm -hmm. cars. And so I just kept like an old iPod. Yeah. I did that for years yeah. too. Um, and somebody stole it and I was really, I was bummed. pretty bummed. Yeah. <laughs> Probably uh, had no music added on that since like 2012. Oh yeah. <laughs> what, what was your first song you remember putting on your iPod? Or your I, first? Oh, I, I actually know exactly what it was because I remember I like this is in middle school. Mm. My friend had this like SpongeBob campfire song on his iPod shuffle. Which one's the campfire? Is that the It's like the C A M P F A R E song. S O N G song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One. And I remember so this is like a specific memory like burned into my mind. Everyone in the entire like it was like we would sit in the auditorium before school, like that's where mm -hmm. you get dropped off in. And I remember everyone would just take turns. He would have one ear pod and then they would take the other, like the wired ones. And everyone would just take turns sitting there and listening to the song. And then it would go next. It was like a line Wait, to listen to the song. Really? We're like, we're like in middle school. I, if even in middle school, it might've been elementary school. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being like, whoa, this is how I get popular. So, so did you want to be popular as like a, as a kid? Yeah. Cause I was not popular at all. I was just like, if you like ranked yourself, so like 10 being super popular and one being like, you're a worm, where would you I think, land? I think I was just like, nobody really cared that oh. I was there, you know? Yeah. That I, it was, I was like a five. It's like very okay. neutral. Very neutral. People didn't hate you. you didn't yeah. Get no, no one hated me, but, but no, no one like, you weren't like I was just like king. a little shy, chubby kid. Oh, you were shy. Oh yeah. That's I, so funny. Cause I, I still I, feel like I'm pretty shy sometimes. Really? Yeah. With people I don't know, I can be. I've gotten a lot better about it. It's like yeah. very practiced thing, but how did you practice that? Just a lot of failures, a lot of, a lot of just no, like trying I, to talk to people and just, I don't know. I, I feel like the biggest thing is you just 
like once I learned how to do be decent at small talk, it helps a lot. Like yeah. I used to like literally when I was a kid watch videos on like how to talk to people. <laughs> I mean, I'll get that's helpful. I, yeah. Cause I, what I think is interesting though about, you Noah, and it, it's interesting because like we are friendship. I consider you one of my really close friends and also we give each other a ton of shit and I kind of forget that you like are successful and do things. <laughs> I don't think you're a failure, but I forget that it's like, it took a lot of work for you to get to where you're at. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. But just because I'm like, Oh, forget no, you're not a total piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> No, because it's just like, oh, it's Noah, whatever. Um, but I think there's something to be said about whatever that is that, you know, you felt like, oh, I'm interested in, I like music. I go to a lot of shows. Oh, I want to learn how to do this just for fun. Oh, now people are asking me to play parties. I'm saying yes to that. Oh, now I'm opening at the shrine, which is a huge venue. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it kind of comes from a similar place of like, oh, I'm shy. I want to not be shy anymore. So I'm going to look up YouTube videos and watch this. Yeah. What do you think that is? It's just, it's been a long journey being just like a white dude, you know? <laughs> I was going to say a loser, but I, didn't, I was afraid you were gonna, I thought you were going to say something like um, really deep. And so I didn't want to cut in just in case, but I just. <laughs> and I went with, yeah, it's really hard being white. <laughs> No, I mean, it's like, I, I don't, I never tr try to like give myself too much credit for anything because everything's just like, if you enjoy doing stuff, it may or may not work out. It's just, just do it because you like it. And then yeah. if other people like what you're doing and then that's cool. If they don't, then at least you're having fun with it by yourself. So yeah, try not to take it like too seriously. So for you, it's more about ignoring, ignoring the haters um, not, not even that it's just like if i'm doing it for myself and other people like that that's cool. awesome if they don't then i'll never hear from it so you so. don't well i guess i just i am giving you credit though because i think that it does take there's a lot of people who don't even start right and like kind of what i'm hoping to get out of this podcast is to encourage people to start and so do you have any memories of maybe want like when you wanted to start DJing, mm -hmm. what was the, the path from have the first time you had that thought or that interest to sitting down at the computer and learning how to do it? Did it take a long time for you to finally get around mm -hmm. to doing it? Or did you just one day wake up and think I'm going to, I would like to learn how to do this. And then an hour later you were doing it. Um, I think it was just like, I saw someone else doing it at a party and I was like, Oh, that seems like kind of fun. Like, Maybe I'll check that out. Just download it, messed around with it. And it just felt like something I wanted to continue trying, which is so I just continue going with it. Like I have done some stuff with like making music. Uh, but as of, as of right now, it's like it's the barrier. So I could kind of take my own advice with it. But like the barrier to entry to making music is 100 times higher. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not the barrier isn't higher, but to actually get good at it requires 100x more effort than DJing music. More so, technical. Yeah, it's way more technical. It takes years to like, like with DJing, you download one, two softwares and you're good to go. Basically, mm -hmm. this, you have to download the software. You have to download like a billion plugins. Like you have to, it's a lot longer of a learning process. So it's kind of just like, I, th I think once I like have a spurt of just being really interested in it, I'll go more in it. But if you're not enjoying it, I guess don't force it. Yeah. But if you are enjoying it, just keep pursuing it and 
if it's if something meant to happen with it then eventually it will yeah how do you decide how to split your time between youtube and hobbies and friends Um, i feel like you're a really social person because i I think that's a balance that a lot of people have including myself have a really hard time well i i I basically just kind of like have a like hard rule for myself on like my minimum that i need to be doing youtube stuff and i'm not allowed to miss that minimum basically which is like one like doing a video or a stream like either making recording a video uploading a video or streaming every other day and like no excuses on that unless it's something like really serious mm-hmm. this comes up and as long as i hit that if i'm feeling like doing more youtube stuff great i'll do more youtube stuff if i'm not and i want to focus on other hobbies and stuff i'll do that but having like a really strict minimum that I don't feel like will burn me out is probably the biggest thing. Interesting. So that's interesting. That is interesting because obviously we both know a lot of uh, creators and I find that the more prevalent way of looking at it, at least for people that I've talked to is like doing the most and then they make changes kind of once they're burnt out. Did you hit, cause you seem like that's a really healthy mindset how did you find how did you get there uh well i mean i it's it's always easier to be like that when you are more established for sure and especially i'd say especially on twitch compared to youtube it's way more you have to be online your hours or you're not working like youtube i can upload a video and that video can continue like working for me the entire day on twitch if i go online and i play for two hours and i get off Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. That's it. Those two hours were the time yeah. you were working. So I think the the reason a lot of people burn out, especially on Twitch, is because the entire platform is built around if you're not live, you're not doing anything, mm-hmm. which is how streaming works in general. Uh, the nice part about YouTube is that you can build a library. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. build. You can fill out your library of stuff that is always up, yeah. always there for anyone who wants it. Um, so I think a lot of people just burn themselves out because that's what you have to do for sure if you're only a live streamer um and it just rewards getting on for 10 hours a day yeah so it's hard to argue not to do that whenever that's what you have i feel like to an extent that's what you have to do to make Mm it yeah um but even then a lot of the time that's not enough anymore because there's just so much there's so many people trying to do it you have to really be especially if you're trying to break out into doing it it's hard enough maintaining it but if you're trying to break out of the, the one viewer, two viewer range, 10 viewer range, it's an insane amount of work and you better be like the best at something. You better be the funniest. You better be something, someone who's completely innovating something. And even then it's incredibly hard. It was way, way, I think if I was growing up when I started my channel today, there's no shot I would be a YouTuber. Zero, zero percent Interesting. chance. I think I was just lucky that I was born early enough that I could kind of do i was one of the first to do youtube there wasn't any money in it i didn't start it to make money but i think even if i was not starting it to make money now that i would never have you wouldn't established have found a career an audience yeah. yeah realize that you were gonna do youtube full-time because um, you went to college right yeah it was like it was like the first year of college and i still ended up finishing colleges i switched ma- majors from electrical engineering to economics because it was just way easier electrical engineering was like an insane amount of work at mm-hmm. uh, ut austin where i went um, so I was like either continue doing YouTube, but then get an easier degree on the side or just get the harder degree. And 
basically let YouTube die. I think I hit like 100,000 subscribers that year. So I was just like, I'm going to pursue the YouTube part. And it ended up working out. But yeah, basically had no so- social life at all in college. Yeah, like same. didn't didn't go out, didn't party, didn't drink mm-hmm. at all. Just like sat at home and studied, you, did work, did YouTube. Do you regret that at all? Um, it's it's easy to regret it now that it's worked out. But in the like like I said earlier, in the time you don't know if it's gonna work out or not. You have to put in those hours. Who knows? If I didn't do that, then I probably wouldn't be doing it now. So yeah. it's it's always hard. It's hard to do the balancing act on that. Yeah. Well, it's good that you have really cool, fun friends now. Yeah. So many of them. No, specifically like, you know, I'm. Yeah. Just like in the greater LA area, there's just a lot, you know? Yeah. No. Like if you really just reach the net out pretty far. Yeah. But you, know, you don't need to like cast in a tube, especially like right. Like yeah, now, just I don't like think the couple net hundred needs to be miles. too big. Yeah. It can be relatively small actually. And it's like good that you yeah, have. Not too small though. Let's say like like 100 miles 100 miles okay well <laughs> okay, wait i want to go back to djing are you tired of talking about that yet uh, I don't, whatever you want to talk about it's your podcast it is my podcast you can do what you want i'm doing what i want okay <laughs> um okay wait so people you kind of mentioned this that djing is something that people can pick up like the baseline of saying i'm a dj mm-hmm. Uh, it can pick up. It sounds like relatively easy, mm-hmm. but is there more nuance to what do you think makes a good DJ? It separates uh, like a great DJ from an okay DJ. Um, honestly, how much fun you can make everyone in the room have. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've done a, I've like played at a friend's birthday before where I was playing my usual stuff, which was like, just like popular song EDM remixes or just like fun dance music and stuff like that. And it, no one was dancing and I could like took a note to myself then that was like, you know, you're not that cool. No one's there to like hear you, how good of a DJ you are. And I like kind of realized that throughout the night, I was like, all they want me to do is just put on thanks for the memories and press play. And I ended up doing that and everyone had way more fun after I ended up doing that. Like you have to, the, the thing that makes the good DJ is nothing else, but you got to make people have fun. Yeah. And like that entails a lot, like you keep the energy up. Do you like play the right music? Do you have good transitions? Cause if your transitions sound too bad, they're going to take people out of like having fun. They're, they're just going to be focusing on your transition, not what having fun. Transition meaning just how you blend. L- like how you move from one song to the okay. next. Like if you like, do something that sounds really bad. Everyone's just gonna be like, oh, okay. That's not so if people, having, if you, or... people are like this listening to like you yeah. do something that's not having fun. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That could be kind of fun. Like it's like trauma bonding. Yeah. Like I usually DJ try set. to trauma bond by th- like throwing a really cursed remix into the mix. <laughs> like, see, you can, could use your free, your cod rap freestyle. I, I won't, I won't play just in case it's copyrighted. Um, but like I have one where it's like, uh, you know that the the like really sexy sac- saxophone yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. I have one of that that's like remixed with WAP. <laughs> You've played that yeah. for me, and yeah. everyone kind of trauma bonds over that because it's, no, so, it's bad, so bad. But it's not good at all. But it's still like high energy and fun. Totally. But you can trauma bond it without it being like a negative experience. Yeah. You know? Who do you, would you say is a great DJ? Like, who are some of your favorite DJs? Um, and why I, is it Maddie on? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, Mattion doesn't even have like he's he's gotten a lot better over the years. Mattion's not even like an incredibly good at transitioning, but he plays incredible music the whole yeah. time. Like uh, because he's he's not like okay, I'm gonna beat, I'm gonna make sure every single song like flows perfectly into the next. He's just like sometimes I'm just gonna cut the song and start the next one. Like, mm-hmm. but people, but he plays great music, so yeah. it's fun. Uh, Mattion, Porter Robinson, uh, ISO XO, Noctu are some of my all-time favorites right now. Um, oh man, Let's put on the uh, like some of the I'm just some of the ones I've seen. Valentino Khan, Yellow Claw, uh, Flashradamus are all just. Oh wait, like, I know that person. The last person I know. Flashradamus, yeah. yeah. Those are th- those last few are just like examples of. DJs who just want people to have a fun time mm-hmm. will play high energy stuff, which is what I like. And to be fair, that's not for everyone. Like for sure. so, some people want it more like just constant music, like to just like vibe to mm-hmm. rather than like get rowdy to. Yeah. But yeah. That's just kind of like my style and what I like. Yeah. Well, you brought up a good point. Like I'm curious. That is also always just fun because everyone can sing along to his songs. Just fair. another another way to have a fun at a DJ set. Fair, fair. Um, but like with Maddion, you brought up a good point that he, I don't know if I just think Maddion's my favorite DJ. However, I don't know if it's just because we have very similar music taste, it would appear because the songs that he plays are songs that are just like in my playlist. Yeah. Um, but I do, I, I'm a big fan of that. Okay. So you bring your USB everywhere. Yeah. Like you have it right now. Yeah, of course. So if I was, if I said, Noah J, I need a DJ set. Okay. That that's a really sleek. Is there a, a culture around what your USB looks like? No, like I'm, most everyone has one? this one because it's just like works on all the stuff. There's some that are like have I don't know. This this is just like the cheapest, most like battle tested one. There's not like a a you know, an underground, like if you have like a cool, I don't know, like, like one that's like a minion, but you take off the top of its head and it's the USB. Yes, I that'd, have be, a, that'd be pretty fire. I have actually. a pizza one. I actually, I have a, a penguin that the head is, uh, <laughs> see that you might, you might get some cred if you did that. Yeah. They would like yeah, that. Yeah. People would like that. Maybe I'll become a DJ. <laughs> you did teach me once on your equipment, like yeah. how to fade from song to song yeah. and like picking it. That it's, cool. it's it, again, it's, you can get, more technically good but like Mm -hmm. no one really cares is the thing yeah (laughs) as long as it doesn't like throw people off and they're like dancing and stuff no one cares how good of a dj you are yeah okay let's switch gears so we're talking about music that's like a hobby you picked up you picked up golf for a hot minute yeah do you still like golf no i mean it's it's all right it's just my main problem with golf is that like if i'm going somewhere i don't want to be not even I was going to say, like, if I'm going somewhere, I don't want to be stuck there. It's more so, like, if I'm going somewhere, I don't want to, like, lose my whole day doing it. And a lot of the time with golfing, it's, like, an hour drive, takes several hours to golf, another hour drive back. Then you need to shower. Then you need to do all the stuff. And then you're just tired. It feels like my entire day is, like, used up on golf. On golf. And I don't like it that much to use my entire day up Fair. on golf. So if, if there were courses like super close by that weren't didn't cost a million dollars with like the ones that are around uh-huh. in LA, um, I would play more, but even then it's just, I, I just don't have enough interest in it to like for continue sure. doing it. But you were really into it for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Just like going to the driving range, like the driving range fun, is fun because you can leave whenever you want and <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you're not stuck there. Yeah. And yeah. 
So. Well, I guess my question is like, how do you know when, when like it's okay to walk away from a hobby? Do you know, you know what I'm saying? Cause I think sometimes people get sick, especially golf, golf's expensive. Like I'm sure you have clubs. Yeah. Yeah. You invested time and energy into golfing. Like, yeah. When but, do you cut your losses and kind of go, okay, like this is cool, but I want to do If you're not, else. if you're not having fun, what's the, what's the point? Like, yeah. Why? Like people already have to work enough of their life. Why do something that feels like work? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. What's Go the workiest job you ever had? As in like hard work or? I don't know. Interpret that how you'd like. I mean, probably like the hardest I felt like I was working ever was when I did, um, you know, those like tripod things on the side of the street that have like, that they're like a tripod and then there's like a big box on top, usually has like a lens. It kind of looks like a camera. Oh, like I always thought they use that for construction. What is yeah, that? It's, yeah. Oh, it is. It's a, that's like, it's it, the job I had was like a surveyor. So I would like, oh. I, I didn't do the actual math part. Cause that part is like, you have to do, do it for years. Uh -huh. It's super dumb. Failed calculus. So yeah. no, we, we can tell looking at you. <laughs> so I was one of the like minions helping like the main dude. Um, and I did that for summers in Texas in like, you know, million degree weather. Wait, um, that's cool. Yeah. So I, the hardest job was we were like basically cutting out this area and like use it to measure exact distances. You don't want to run a tape measure across a bunch of like forest area. Mm -hmm. So we had, you have to like cut a straight line so we can see like the second point. Um, so it was like this dense forest and we had to cut from one, like a mile in a direction. A straight line yeah. with no branches, no trees, nothing. So we, I was out there with a machete for like. Oh, you're you're literally cutting. Literally cutting, like okay. chainsaw cutting down trees and stuff, so that these two points can see each other, so someone can build like an airport runway there. Um, and that was like ten hour days, like and one hundred five degree heat, like when you're cutting down a tree and there's like a hornet's nest inside of it because oh, it's all just like overgrown forest. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, that, that was that was probably the hardest I ever felt like I was working <laughs> and definitely physically for sure. Yeah. What would what if you had to go get a tradition, a more traditional job, what would it be? Um, I mean, my degree is in economics, but I I feel like I feel like if I had to go if I went now, it would probably be something in the gaming space. I feel like I've had enough experience and done everything in the gaming space along and long enough time that I could find a job somewhere. Yeah. Like whether it be working on games, working with creators, I, I do my own management. So I like get deals for myself and everything like yeah. that. When I do sponsors can easily work for a company that does that kind of stuff. Cause I know, I know it from both sides. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's a good point. Probably do something in that space. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Wait, we're jumping all around. Um, so you tweeted recently on your oh God. Twitter account, no Noah J. Okay. Um, the alt Twitter. It's not as bad as you think it is. <laughs> I actually, it's kind of nice that you have that. Because when you have a lot of followers, it feels like every tweet has to be like a business tweet. Like He has a lot of followers. Oh That's my, so much okay. pressure for you. How do you, here, actually, let's change gears. How do you cope with being so popular? <sighs> you know, I just lean on my close friends. The ones that are in the, the, a, a no short No one close radius. by, but <laughs> close in heart, you know? <laughs> um, no, okay. but like, it, like my, my payments have to like are based off and Twitter. Everything's anal basically everything's analytic based now mm -hmm. and like algorithm based. So you have to constantly think about the algorithm for like everything that becomes your job. So mm -hmm. 
How much time do you spend thinking about the algorithm? Like pie no, chart, like how much percentage of your I'd brain? say it's very little, but it's a once you learn it, it's very little time. Like I can know in an instant if it's if there's a tweet that I would want to like tweet out. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I tweet out like just had a sandwich, LOL, no one no one gives no one I, cares. That's how I tweet. <laughs> Here, wait, no, give me a tweet. Okay. We're gonna test your theory. Uh, on your account? On my account, yeah. Okay. What's something that's like relevant to today that everyone knows what's going on about or like, okay, I'm doing all the work you're supposed to be. Well, this is, this is how it, this is how it gets drafted. Okay, you, have, okay, okay. you have to take me through basically come up with an idea or a concept that like everyone knows about. So like, for instance, bumblebees, for instance, sure. Bumblebees. No, not bumblebees. <laughs> no. Like for instance, during the super bowl, mm-hmm. Rihanna's playing. Okay. Right. Not everybody cares about the super bowl. Almost everyone knows who Rihanna is, right? Mm-hmm. So on Super Bowl day, I took a like look at all of Rihanna's top songs and just like ran through them on a tweet and was like, "Is she the goat?" Everyone has an opinion on if she's the goat or not. We- Everyone's going to reply to that. Everyone's going to engage with that tweet. Mm-hmm. It's relevant because you used a Rihanna ha- a Rihanna tag in a tweet, so now it's going to be lumped in with a bunch of Super Bowl tweets, allowing it to possibly explode yeah. in those analytics. Everyone's going to reply to it. Everyone's going to interact with your tweet, which means it's like a snowball that they're going to see your next tweet because they interacted with your ne- that tweet. And if you keep putting out tweets like that, that's how you grow your, grow your analytics and your algorithm snowball. But if I tweet out, just ate a sandwich, LOL. <laughs> everyone who saw my last tweet about Rihanna is going to be like, cool, don't care. So wait, and then, what, then it loses momentum. What did you tweet after Rihanna? It's not, it's not saying it's a good thing, but that's how the business works what do you tweet after rihanna i don't remember it might have been a sponsored tweet but those are um you tweet does anyone have insane anxiety about phone calls it will be the nicest person ever calling and i will still literally come up with every excuse on planet earth before i simply answer the phone yeah i relate to that except not really i like phone calls but you had a you had a reaction to it right so yeah the odds are you would either interact with it or see what other people are saying and I mean, it's true that mm-hmm. that tweet's true, but I could Oh my God, no, you have a ton of followers on Twitter. I never noticed that. <laughs> you just think I'm a loser. <laughs> well, I just don't look at people's follower count, but you have like over a million on Twitter. Well, because my, my next question was going to be, wait, sorry, this is bad. You were in the middle of talking. <laughs> no, no, that, that was, that was, that was the end that of it. That was the thought. Yeah. Well... Twitter is an interesting thing because if you have a lot of followers on YouTube, I know we talked about how that like subscribers don't really like how much do they really matter on yeah. YouTube, but I'd say from like a trying to get sponsorships and stuff that yeah. matters, for, right? For people who shouldn't be running sponsors, it matters to which them, which is most people, which who helps. Are, I mean, yeah. sure. There's a lot of the people who run sponsors who look at my subscriber count and will give me more money than they should. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> well, I guess my question is with Twitter, like it doesn't feel, I know things are changing in the Twitter universe, but it doesn't feel overly monetizable or do you find that it's advantageous to have so many people following you? Uh, it's, it's just like everything else. I mean, a tweet is always going to be like, and speaking about sponsors, like a tweet's always going to be way less of a commitment than a YouTube video For sure. or anything like, or a stream or anything like that. Um, but it's always just like, they usually want that. So you can argue for more if you, you know, have more of a following your tweets do well historically. Mm-hmm. Cause just like YouTube your follower count doesn't actually matter, but if you have the count and you can back it up, 
that's usually pretty valuable. Yeah. So, I mean, my tweets don't get a million likes despite having over a million followers, but like this one has 10.5 thousand. Yeah. So that's, that's a lot. That, that's, that's, that's the one where good. you said your five, nine only has under 3000. That's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, Have you so, thought about taking it down? So yeah, I did. No, no, you didn't take it down. I know. I, I thought right about now. it. You thought about it. Yeah. I don't know. You have a net worth of $18 million. That's so much money. Acor- according to YouTube or according to Google. I what do. is your net worth? <laughs> What's your routing number? <laughs> and bank account. And where do you bank? <laughs> where, where do you bank? What's the pen number? Yeah. <laughs> um, no. So you're not 5'9". Here, one second. Keep it cold in here. It's because I have, I don't know. Is that like an Asian parent thing? We weren't allowed to use the thermostat. <laughs> like, uh, and I, that's carried with me. I don't touch the thermostat unless it's absolutely freezing. Uh, um, well, okay. It might just be because it's cold outside, too. It is cold outside. Okay, so anyway, so your alt Twitter account, though, you said, I've been having, ex- you tweet about anxiety a lot. I've been having anxiety nightmares about messing up a transition in front of a live audience when I opened for Dabin in April. Don't mess up, don't, don't mess up, don't mess up. Yeah. What, um, when you do have like anxiety, like performance anxiety, what are you, um, <laughs> speaking of hair transplants, um, or what was it? <laughs> Just go on with the question. Please go. What, what do you do when you like are afraid of performing? Uh, <laughs> whether it's music, whether it's, I guess, posting yeah, a YouTube I mean, video, like whatever it is, streaming. I mean, I don't know if there's like a certain thing I do. It's just like, think about what's the worst that could happen. Mm-hmm. If that's like too much for you to bear, then maybe you need to rethink whether you should be doing it. But mm-hmm. if you really think about it, you really are honest with yourself. Like, like there, there's, if you really can't see, mm-hmm. like can't deal with the consequences of that, maybe that's one thing. But like, if you really boil everything down to like, will this actually be the worst thing ever? If, if you're like worst case scenario happens, then if it's, if it's not something you can't handle, why, why, why worry that much about it? For sure. Just make it more likely. If I'm up there like a nervous wreck, then I'm more likely to like mess something up. Mm -hmm. Do you have your outfit picked out? Do you know what you're wearing? No idea. I have found that like, I can't wear like jackets that have like heavy sleeves though, because the sleeves will actually like hit the buttons and stuff. Has that happened? Yeah. Yeah. Several times, actually. What did you do? Did you like? You just press like. Well, hopefully you just hit like the pause button, or you hit a button that like doesn't actually change the music. But one time it like completely started the song over. I was just like, oh, okay. Well, you know, even that happens to Skrillex. You know. Oh yeah. When we were at Second Sky, that happened. Well, it wasn't that, but something happened. He just liked me for real. That was the equipment. His equipment messed up. Yeah. But I mean, and if that happens, that's genuinely nothing you can do. It just sucks to suck. But does it suck to suck? Yeah, I mean, sucks to suck. It does suck to suck. Hopefully your name is Skrillex, so people think you suck less. But <laughs> You said you liked Avatar 2. Why? Yeah. I thought it was so bad. Um, I think with movies like that, I what did you... Well, let me ask, what did you not like about it? I felt like, one, it was way too long. There were way too many characters. I felt like I didn't really care about what was happening to any specific one of them because there were too many characters. And the same thing kept happening. Literally, you can ask. I, Brandon and I went and saw it. And I I can't remember, I guess, spoilers. The third time that the kids got 
attached to the like got handcuffed again i literally involuntarily just hit myself in the face because i could not believe that it was happening again yeah so it just it felt really self-indulgent in that way i get why and i also didn't think that the animation looked that groundbreaking like there were parts where it seemed like i can't remember the names of people but the sergeant guy who's the big bad Mm, in in the movie it looked like he was dropping frames or that his frame rate was kind of off Mm. um certain things like that and so it just there wasn't anything to really grab me into it um let me ask you another question okay do you watch movies with subtitles yeah you do okay I, i i was just testing a theory i had oh what's the theory i i have a theory that people who don't watch things with subtitles in general don't like longer movies oh interesting why because i i feel like people who watch with subtitles usually on average care more about what's happening Mm. rather than it being like a background thing like while they're on their phone or anything yeah like i watch everything with subtitles because if i'm if i'm spending the time to watch something i like don't divert my attention to anything else i'm like fully engrossed in it Oh, so you're not a second screen person not really. Or if I if it is, it's something I don't care about. Like mm-hmm. I truly don't mind if I miss stuff in it, which doesn't usually have if I if I care enough to pull it up, I usually care enough about it to like divert all my attention to it. Yeah. Um and I found usually people who don't watch with subtitles don't generally care as much about what's happening. So they don't have the attention span to like watch longer things. Oh, which I is like fine, the- which is totally fine. I I think that's a valid yeah. criticism that movies are too long. Uh, I think that I, I liked it because if nothing else, like same thing with the first one, the story was super bland. It's whatever characters, whatever. No, no one's like the coolest character going through the coolest trend, like character, character arc. development. Yeah. I, I think for nothing else, it's, it's extremely interesting how they like set up the planet and the ecosystems and like how they portray it. And then just how like visually, Every shot to me, anyway, I, 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 maybe I didn't notice the things that you did. Every single shot felt very like well put together and like the amount of work that goes into it. If some, mm-hmm. if something has a lot of work that goes into it, I generally find myself liking it more. Like, oh, interesting. I don't know if you've seen Kubo and the two strings. I love yeah. that. Movie. So I love that movie and it's only elevated by the fact that it's all done in like stop motion. Mm-hmm. Like, and it comes out to be one of these, one, a great movie just by itself. So generally if things, I, I really like stylized things, wh- whatever style that may be. So I really like the visuals of that, like uh, Spider-Man into the spider verse, like mm-hmm. extremely stylized like that. So if nothing else, just for the art, the plot could have been worse. The characters could have been worse just for the art. I still would have liked it. Okay. So, and not every movie can get carried by its art. Almost no movies can get carried to that level by the art, but I, uh, I, I think that one does. And I think the first one did as well. I mean, it's literally like the story of <laughs> like people coming to settle a new land. It's like nothing, nothing new, mm-hmm. but it was so ahead of its time. And this one's not as ahead, ahead of its time as the first one was, but I thought it was still like very, very it. visually pleasing. Visually so. pleasing. Mm. So, Okay, I'll give you a pass on that. You had like a good. I was gonna accost you. Accost, <laughs> not the accosting. <laughs> you narrowly dodged it. Um, let's see. Okay, so again, we're just jumping all over the place. 
You had a React channel. You've had more than one YouTube channel. Yeah. How many total? Technically four. Technically four. When do you decide that it, you're done? Um, honestly, it, I don't see myself getting tired of doing YouTube in the foreseeable future, like mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, so it's really just when it stops being something that people watch me on, like if you're done with the channel, basically if I can't support myself doing it anymore, then that's when it's finished. Well, no, not YouTube. I'm not asking like, when are you retiring? I'm saying in general, like, cause they're like your react channel. Oh, in terms of number of channels. Yeah. You haven't posted in a few years, like your Pokemon channel. I remember you tweeting two days ago. Really? You're bringing that back. What what, was it it, when we, we, we opened a pack together. Did that ignite something for you? You No, 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 sorry. Sorry. The Pokemon channel. You're right. The react channel. I just posted. Oh oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's just The, the react channel is basically just like, I went through, I had like a very fun, easy, like, easy to find the motivation to do like content series of like watching all the like entertaining world record speed runs mm-hmm. of video games. Cause they're just the most interesting and fascinating thing ever. Just seeing how people like beat Subnautica or like breath of the wild, like all the interesting glitches and everything. But once I kind of ran through that and all the speed runs I haven't seen now are like four hours long, which is like the fastest you can beat it, but it's not cool. It's not it's entertaining. Not fast. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, very linear story like that so it's basically whenever something i find something new i uploaded that one the pokemon one is just like dude pokemon cards are so expensive and take up so much time and so much space like physical space to have all the cards that i just i i and it was too much of the same content basically mm-hmm. like it was, it was basically just doing the same pack of cards every day until the new set came out and then continuing to do that every day yeah. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't enough stimulating content till, and I was like just doing it cause I liked it for a while. I was not for the money because I was losing my, losing crazy money on that channel <laughs> cause it's so expensive to open uh-huh. up cards, but I just did it cause I liked it and people liked watching me, but now I, I kind of lost interest in it because it was too, too much of the same thing. Okay. So once you lose interest, it's done. Basically. I think that's, I mean, that is, we talked a little bit about like the privilege of once you're more established, you kind of can have that flexibility. But I also think there's something to be said about like the equal and opposite of, oh, this is interesting to me. I'm going to put, spend some time and see if I want to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing this as long as it's fun and knowing when to let go. Because I think that, again, I'm speaking from experience. Sometimes it can be really hard to, if you've put time into something to just be like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, and you can keep doing it as long as it doesn't feel like work when it starts feeling like work, then you have to really weigh the success of it, weigh how much you like doing it and everything like that. And that's, that's only if your hobby is like something you're wanting to share with people. Mm -hmm. I mean, there can be tons of hobbies where you just, just do it because it's fun. Like, and you don't share it on anything. Do you have any hobbies like that? Um, honestly, just gaming, like gaming off stream, like That's just so pl- healthy. <laughs> yeah, no, like really, because I, I mean, there are games that I really enjoy that are too far on my, I enjoy them, but nobody on my channel enjoys them. Um, so I play them off stream. That's like a hobby that I don't share with anyone. I don't mm-hmm. like, I just play the games because I like to, like I've been getting into Magic the Gathering recently. Oh, that's like, fun. Yeah. Were you, have and you I, been to, that's it, something I won't share with anyone except for you. Because then you're just a mega nerd, you know? (laughs) Wait, that's fun though. Yeah. What, what, how do you balance that? Cause I know when I first started working in gaming, 
I had a really hard time because I felt like games was this thing that I really loved. It was this huge hobby of mine my entire life. It, I have a very sentimental attachment to games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden I like felt like I always needed to stream what I was playing or I needed to make content or even if it wasn't something I was going to make content about, I had to be thinking about like, my, I couldn't turn it off. Yeah. Um, did you ever have that trajectory and now you can enjoy games that you don't make content on or what was that for you? I think, I think it's just, as long as you have, you hit your actual work minimum, you don't feel guilty or it's easier to to like turn that off. And again, it took years for me to get more of a balance on that Mm -hmm. and like establish a work minimum that I can do and not feel guilty about if I like, cause I used to do like two videos a day, every day. For how long? For like two or three years. Okay. That's back when GTA five was out or something. Um, now I do one video every other day and it's allowed me to make better videos. Actually want to do them, commit more time to them, find better stuff to do and just enjoy it more. And then actually be able to like turn off my brain for the other, yeah, the other parts. And it, obviously it's a, for me, it's a lot easier to turn off my brain when I'm playing magic, the gathering. And I know if I stream that I would have nobody watch me play that because it's just not my audience and that's totally fine. It's like, yeah. that means it can even more be for me. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't have to, for me anyway, I don't feel like I have to like stream everything because as long as I'm doing my job part of it, I can have my like personal fun part of it. Yeah. What's a video that you made <laughs> that you were really proud of that you think should, that you wish had more views? Mm. Call of duty freestyle rap. Yeah. That one's just such a banger. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think every video performs or doesn't perform for a reason. Yeah. And well, so I, I, a lot of the time it's just random. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have a tons of videos that I th- thought were like eh, videos that perform really well. And then tons of videos that are like, this is a banger. And then we're just whatever. And that can be my own fault because I didn't do a good title or thumbnail. I didn't, you know, you don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's element of randomness. You just have to kind of try to be as, Consistent as you can. What's your favorite restaurant in LA? Favorite restaurant in LA. Um, if, oh, there's there's one there's like a bougie answer. Give me both. The bougie answer is there's like the sushi bar. It, oh, like the one we, that we, we were supposed we, to yeah, go the, to. We we went with a group and we the one we were supposed to do, but we accidentally had the reservation for the other one or something. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that one that one's probably my favorite bougie spot. It's super super expensive but like such good sushi and sashimi um and then my not bougie answer would be is chipotle count can i just say i oh my gosh hashtag ad no not even i'm like not currently sponsored by them oh wow and it persists are you trying to get sponsored by it's i I can help you with this yeah i i mean i still have the card from my previous sponsorship but yeah i eat chipotle like once a day that's crazy you don't get tired of it it's the the right balance of like, I hate cooking. So it's easy to get because I literally live like across the street from one. I get it for free, which is helpful. pretty, pretty helpful. And it's like, for, for what I get, it's like decently healthy. So I can get something quick, healthy, and like for free. Yeah. Like healthy-ish. I mean, it's not the most healthy thing, but I don't healthy get enough. like, I don't get like extra stuff on it. It's just like rice, beans, and chicken. So... Right on. They should have broccoli. They should. Broccoli's great. Broccoli is really good. What's your favorite vegetable? 
Not carrots. I don't know why my brain thought carrots. I have some carrots in the fridge. I can send you home with them. <laughs> is that my parting gift? Is that yeah. my, my goodie bag? Your goodie Just bag. Just a bag of baby this? carrots. Yeah. Well, I was going to get you sugar fish, but you already ate. Oh, yeah. That was nice of you. It yeah, was I, nice I was really, you. I had to wake up early. I'll get you sugar fish at some other point as a thank you. Um, okay. So I have some hot takes. This is kind of the, our last little the rapid bit. fire and okay. you can tell me well it doesn't have to be rapid fire but you can just tell me like do you agree or not okay and elaborate perhaps going out on a weekday is more fun than going out on a weekend like partying sure um only true if everyone in your group has like nothing to do the next day which is usually more likely on the weekend I don't like, know. I feel like we would go out on Tuesdays a lot and those were always fun. And yeah, I always but, had a workout the next day. Yeah, but that's because you're crazy and you would actually wake up for a workout after going out. <laughs> like, that's just wild. For, <laughs> for, it was so fun. I liked our Tuesday going out. Yeah. Sorry, I guess I should just take your answer. I shouldn't try no, and no, convince no, no, you no, of the other that's, answer. That's fine. I, 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 For me, for YouTube, it's like sometimes the weekend is the busiest time. Mm-hmm. So having other friends who are able to like go have the weekend be on like a Tuesday, Wednesday. It's kind of nice. Cause I'll yeah. be like, Oh, I have to stream all day, Saturday and Sunday. So yeah, I have like a fun time during the week to like de-stress is nice. So yeah, it's been odd as I've become more friend, as I've become more friendly with, what am I trying to say? As I started hanging out with more creators who also have very flexible schedule or, you know, flexible schedules Different in schedules. terms of, when is your weekend and like what days are you taking off if any yeah it's been very disorienting to like like weekends don't really mean anything to me anymore yeah because what is a weekend if you're like people are working your friends are working on the weekends yeah so that that's been interesting yeah it's it's definitely a very unique situation to doing youtube and twitch or mm-hmm. like even stuff in gaming in general it's just because almost almost nowhere is that the case I think yeah. it's way more common in LA because there's a lot, there's a higher concentration of people who work non-regular schedules and, yeah, you know, have their off days on Tuesdays. Yeah. Speaking of creators, people who got famous on social media aren't real celebrities. True or false? Yeah. Um, it's, I, I think it's depending on the point of view. I think it's false, but it's just like, they're not. So you think you're a celebrity? To, to like a certain generation. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. I'm like, but, but, <laughs> like grandma and grandpa aren't going to like be like, Oh yeah. That YouTube guy's a celebrity. He's going to be like, no, Brad Pitt's a celebrity. Brad like, Pitt is a celebrity. He is. He's, he's a handsome celebrity too. He is. Except very, have you seen all this stuff? He's apparently not a cool dude. Oh, that's unfortunate. I know. He's one of my favorite actors. Oh, that's so I don't know if I'm even allowed to say that. Why? Well, is it, it's, it's like, an allegation. But I think the FBI like investigated and they like their investigation came like became public or something. It had something oh, to leaked. do with. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's even leaked. I think it's just that's how like the law. Works. Oh, just, just say in Minecraft and you're safe in Minecraft. There you go. <laughs> is, that, is that how that works? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the thing on Twitch. As long as you say in a video game after you say anything mean to uh, someone. <laughs> yeah. In a video game in Minecraft. I like Minecraft um okay so you were saying though that it's generational on whether or not social media people are celebrities or not yeah okay that's fair do you feel like a celebrity i don't i i i I just feel like a normal dude who like will sometimes have a like not weird but like not normal interaction with people because they just like recognize me from stuff i like Like, i don't think i'm that cool (laughs) yeah no i don't either 
Um, do you? <laughs> I didn't even register what sad you I said. Asked. <laughs> Welcome to sad I asked. Um, what you get stopped? I feel like you get stopped. Like, really depends on how much I'm outside, how, how much grass I'm touching. Yeah. Do you ever wish that you were fully anonymous? Um, there's never been a situation where I've been like, the, like not happy if that someone's come up to me. Maybe I've like not been able to give someone the full time of day because I was like literally rushing to the my airport gate because my flight's gonna take off. Mm-hmm. So I feel bad about that, but it's still like it's not like for my level. It's totally it's totally it's fine. manageable. Yeah, yeah. Completely. You don't have like I'm throngs. super super happy to always give yeah. time to everyone you guys heard it here first always stop noah j yeah. for a picture come to my house come to his house <laughs> he lives near chipotle <laughs> so. go to your local <laughs> chipotle you'll find me there. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> okay so the next two are kind of easier but pop tarts are not good i well i don't think i've ever bought a pop tart i've like eating them sometimes they're like okay okay so you don't like them either they're like whatever what like like i just there's so many other better things like what like anything literally anything like Like any breakfast pastry thing is better than pop tarts that's true there are a lot of really good breakfast pastries that they just taste too fake to me they do that's like especially the edges the edges Mm -hmm. feel like someone just like was in a factory like what do we what do we think a pastry tastes like like dropping a little (laughs) test tube so you think pop tarts are from aliens yeah <laughs> you know those ufos have been flying around giant toasters <laughs> <laughs> okay nuketown is better than shipment or wait the hot take would be shipment is better than nuketown thoughts um i like shipment better oh wow why N- nuketown's just like just done too many times shipment okay. shipment shipment's only been repeated Less than Nuke Town. Less than Nuke Town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because COD Four had shipment, and that is like probably my most played Call of Duty to date. How many hours do you think like you in put multiplayer into it? anyway? Not zombies mode. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I don't even know. I I would literally just like stay up all night. Like my mom would like come down, take the take the power cord out of the PlayStation, had my backup, go go down like an hour later, play all night. Like That's so funny. You know, my parents were pretty strict growing up, but one thing they never did was make me get off playing video games. Like I That's would play, crazy. I would it is crazy. Now this is the first time I'm realizing that they were super strict about literally everything else. But my dad's a really big gamer and I don't know if that had oh, that, to do with it. That definitely had something to but do with it. I would stay up. I would like pull all nighters just playing Halo 2 and Halo 3 and nobody would say anything to me. Would they know that you're doing it? Yeah. It that's, was like that's in crazy. the living room. I'd my played. mom would like come back down to check on me multiple times, like oh. to make sure I wasn't playing. Yeah. As long as I got up for school, nobody cared. Yeah. Which is that's, that's crazy. I never thought about that. Okay, Noah Jay, where can people find you? <laughs> <laughs> on the internet. In a ditch. Face down. <laughs> Next to your local Chipotle. (laughs) (laughs) Chipotle sponsored. He has enough followers. He doesn't want you guys to find out. Thanks so much, Noah, for coming. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs)